0: hey what's up y'all it's your girl euphoria daniels
1: and it's your main man anthony and welcome to another installment of our podcast what Wh- men
0: think and what women know
1: oh man once again thank you so much for joining <laughs> us and listening to our podcast we definitely appreciate everyone who listening and subscribe and like our podcast listen today you know we're gonna do something different uh normally we we talk about life issues relationships just natural social things that's going on either social life or in social media but today we're going to do something very special today we're going to talk about someone who we very much love and respect that we lost in 2020. yes we're going to talk about the great and powerful our brother who we love very much gerard Carter. Yes, he was a Harlem legend. For those who don't know, you're about to know. But people who listen to this podcast definitely know who I know. Definitely know what I mean by Gerard Carter. Now, I'm going to tell you a little brief story before I introduce our special guest. Now, I have one special guest, which is my partner, Euphoria Daniels, which, by the way, happens to be Gerard Carter's sister. And um she's gonna speak in a few minutes, but uh I just want to tell you a little quick story about Gerard. Now, obviously him being a home legend in the streets, everyone knows him, everyone loves him, and um and now that I'm dating his sister and practically about to marry her i had a chance to meet him unfortunately i had a chance when i I met him he was not in the hospital Mm -hmm. but when i really really had a chance to meet him you know unfortunately he was in the hospital and i really get to got a chance to really know that brother and a couple stories just stick out to him into me but one really in particular stick out to me and uh like I said, Gerard was a Harlem legend. Everybody in the streets know him. You
0: as GGX Chubby Love.
1: Exactly. So a lot of uh, street cats know him. A lot of hustlers know him. Hell, even little rappers know him. So one in particular story that just jumps out of my head, and I spoke about you this story earlier. Mm-hmm. We were talking while he was in the hospital. It was just me and him. You had stepped I was, out. I
0: wasn't there right You had
1: stepped out of the room for a second. And he says to me, Yo, Mustafa. That's what he used to <laughs> well, call me. Aunt Mustafa. He'd be like, Yo, Mustafa, you know a guy named Smurf from Prospect in Brooklyn? And I looked at him like he had three heads. I was like, Yeah, I know uh a Smurf from Mustafa and Prospect. Like I used to live on Prospect. He was like, yo, he had a brother named Jermaine and another brother named so and so. I was like, yeah, that was they lived, um, on the other side of the building for me yeah of course I know him he was like yeah because me and we did so, and so I looked at him I was like yo how in the world could you possibly know him and it was like that really made me want to like talk to him and I one of the things I was just looking forward to him once he eventually came out of the hospital unfortunately he wasn't able to come because he succumbed to come succumb to his um illness so one of the things i was looking forward to is speaking to him once he came out the hospital and all the stories about the g's in the street and all the hustlers back in it when i was a little kid he was already an adult he just tell me all them stories i'd have been very fascinated by that and so without further ado i'm gonna let the sister of the hall of that gx brother gerard as everyone know him in the streets and the hustles, everyone he was very loved not on this coast the west coast overseas everyone loved his brother so without further ado we gonna allow the special guests the co-hosts of this show what men think what women know the sister of the great and powerful gerald carter euphoria daniels take it away baby let them know what it is
0: so here's the deal. I mean, Ant is about to take off his headphones and all that, but I'm really going to come back to Aunt because, you know, my brother pretty much, we were all three years apart. My brother pretty much raised me, but it was very important to me that my brother G approved of the, the man I was dating. Absolutely. And one of the things I admired about my brother and aunt's relationship is that he always referred to aunt as his brother. He never said my brother-in-law. He said you're my brother. And oftentimes he would feel guilty because he still had a good relationship with previous men I had dated. And I said, "Aunt, first of all, aunt is not a jealous person, but two, aunt knows the relationship that you and him have. You understand nothing can touch that." Right. You know what I'm saying? He would always be like, "Yo, he would even look at me and be like, "I don't think so and so would have did that for me. What Aunt did for me, Aunt fed my brother. My brother had a stroke, December tenth, and that stroke changed his life forever. Up until that stroke on December tenth, two thousand nineteen, my brother always was a big guy from birth. If you if you were on our, my Facebook page, you know if you know my brother G, you know he was always a heavy person. I was always a heavy person." And his weight pretty much caught up to him. But it was so ironic because of the research that I've read. You know, strokes don't kill people that are super morbidly obese for some reason. It will weaken one side of their body, but nine times out of ten, it doesn't kill them. Like, when they have the stroke, it doesn't kill them. And I think it's the extra weight that they have. Neither here nor there. So, my brother was hospitalized. So, Aunt did meet my brother prior to... Um, him having that stroke because Aunt and I was already dating from 2018, so this was pretty much 2019. We had been together almost a year when G had the stroke. But if you know my brother G, you know he's a storyteller. Um, so just him and Aunt being able to connect on that level, it really touched my heart. You know what I'm saying? Because my pops already passed away, preceded me in death, and it's hard for me to even grasp that my brother is no longer here because my brother was my first, very best friend you know i was the baby and then g was next and even though people knew us in the hood knew that g was older than me he always referred to me as his little big sister because i'm really the the one that kind of like you know handles the family's business you know i'm everybody's legal medical proxy and being a legal medical proxy is is not it's not easy because you never really sure if you're making the right decisions but for those people who knew me and who knew G struggled, they knew that I advocated until his very last breath. And um, so I just wanted to dedicate this show to G. Um, He is truly, truly a Harlem legend. Um, What's so funny about G is that it's people that love G all over the world. And, And what I don't like is that People wait until you pass away, right? And talk about your goodness. So Aunt made a reference, reference today.
1: Absolutely. Send people their roses while they're alive, not when they're gone.
0: Because G's gone. And the outpouring of love is just amazing. I want to thank everybody for the outpouring of love that they are showing to G on social media. Absolutely. Um, I, I have an Instagram page. I have two Instagram pages. Um, I, I have been more vocal on Facebook. I am going to try to put more stuff on Instagram. Um, but let me just run down G's resume real quick. All right. So we were born in Harlem Hospital, right? So Harlem, Harlem raised us. They born us and raised us. We were born in Harlem Hospital. We when we were born, we lived on 131st Street. Between Madison and 5th Ave, shout out to 131 and Mad Ave, everybody over there, Skeets, Um, that's where Chucky was, Gino, Um, you know, that's where G met Fritz, Uh, my daughter's father, Bob Abanaza, he was a street dude, and so was my pops, Lucky, so we grew up in the hood. But we grew up in the 70s, so G was born in 67, I was born in 70, we were proud to be black, you know? And when I turned four, we moved over to 131st and Lex. So we pretty much lived on 131st and Lex for a large percentage of our lives. And, and that's where he met Fat Joe. Fat Joe used to work in the corner store on Park Ave where his brother Angel making sandwiches. And that's where he first met Joey. So if you watched Instagram and you saw Joe give that shout out to my brother, i mean we knew joe since he was 13 years old before he was joe you know the girls would laugh at him because he was fat but he used to be like yeah one day i'm gonna get on and and he really got on and blew um but my brother's resume went from you know being born and raised in harlem he was the son of harlem you know he um started out emceeing and djing so if you knew g from back then he used to write rhymes he's known for writing poetry and coming out and DJing for free. So when people was having block parties and all that, charging, G would bring his turntables out, him and Wink, they get out there and DJ for free. That's how he was, he gave back to the community because we wasn't poor, you know? I mean, we was poor. We weren't rich and we never felt poor. Like we just had so much love, you know what I'm saying? So while we were actually poor, we never felt poor. We were rich and with love. And um, G would be the, the guy. There's that guy, right? So right now, one of my good friends, his name is Butter as well. And I know Andy telling me, like, don't crit- don't actually cite names. But I'm sorry. Uh, it's a special kind of show. So, you know, I got to cite names. But my man, Butter, is that's, that's like my bestie right now. He's that guy, right? That every time you go to a party, he's there taking pictures of everybody. Well, that was G. G was the guy who... At the block party, he videoed everything, every block party. You wanted the old block party, um, you know, um, footage. You go to G you want the old school pics, the flashback pics. When everybody was young, we was hanging out in the corner, sitting on people's cars, you go to G and G captured those memories. G was also the person when somebody died on a block, he paid homage. Okay. He established a show called ghetto videos, ghetto TV. And it's on MNN.org. So if you have cable in Manhattan, you can see it on Friday nights at 11 p.m. But if you don't live in Manhattan like myself, I live in Jersey now, you can watch it online at MNN.org. And I have been asked to keep that show alive. I'm going to do whatever's in my power to to try and keep it alive. Um, So best believe, um, I'm going to try. You got my word. I'm going to try. And one of the first shows I wanna produce is a show that actually um, is a tribute to his memory because he memorializes everybody. And now he's deceased, he's transitioned. And it's all for me to even, I feel so strange saying these words that my brother's deceased, that he's transitioned. Like I I sit here day to day and I I forget sometimes that my brother passed away. So he's born on February 7th. 1967 and he passed away on may 21st um 2020 at 11:51 pm and um he had like i said he had a stroke december 10th 2019 and he really just struggled he was in a hospital for almost six months and he was exhausted and he i remember him telling me yo b he say he always say yo b yo b yo b listen he said yo b cats be saying they got shot they did this and that in the streets he said but you ain't been through nothing unless you had a stroke And I believed him. You know what I'm saying? So I would tell him just to hold on, hold on, hold on. And that y'all know the pandemic hit. They shut down the hospitals. I couldn't visit my brother no more. And it seemed like he was just spiraling the drain. He was spiraling the drain. And I just kept saying, hold on, G. And um, I finally made it to see him. They finally allowed me special permission to go into the hospital and actually see my brother for one hour. And we had a good talk. So I'ma hold on to that talk because, you know, not even one week later he passed away, his heart just stopped. And um they couldn't bring him back. And it really did something to me. The time between eleven seventeen PM and eleven fifty eight PM when they called me back and said they tried everything they could. They shocked him three times and he wouldn't come back. I was like he was done. And I felt like he left on his own terms. Cause it was a lot of stuff up in the air at the time, a lot of decisions to be made. And I felt like he left on his own terms. So I want um, y'all to know that the King shall always live on in our hearts and in our memories. Um, I'm getting tons and tons of communications from people. Um, about how good he was to them. How God told me he was on crack, and G gave him money. Girl told me her mother was getting high, and at that time in her life, her mother was getting high. G was there for her. Yo, G raised some of the ladies, some of the females, and some of the males in Harlem. Um, Dude's telling me, yo, G kept me out the streets. Yo, G was the pops I didn't have. People like, yo, G gave me money to do X, Y, Z. Yo, G came through for the basketball team. Um, you know, my brother was the president of my organization, um, which feeds the homeless and provides for those in need, called Be About It Cares. And my brother was the president. You know what I'm saying? And so he just had a giving heart, even, even in the hospital, even when he had the stroke.
1: May sure so you tell that story.
0: Even when he had the stroke, he'd be like, yo, B, yo, yo, look out for Shavonna. Yo, B, um, he heard Mike Edwards had a stroke. Look out for Mike Edwards, B. He was like, yo, B, how Mike Edwards? Even, even laying on his back with the use of just the right side of his body, he wanted me to order book bags and um, a football and basketballs for this guy named Peter to send to Jamaica. And he sends like crates of stuff to jamaica
1: he even had his sister on a microphone so that way he could still continue to do his show while in the hospital While
0: in the hospital with the use of one hand so i want y'all to know like the perseverance in the man the heart people been hitting me up like i never even met him like he used to play ps4 with my boyfriend online and i was the loud one in the background and then he and i began to speak and then he and i just clicked it's a girl in the UK, Danielle Strong, who he met online and she was like, my king, my king. I gave her the number to the hospital. She was like, i was so glad I got a chance to, to speak to him. So, you know, I wanted to dedicate this show to my brother and um, I wanna make sure that he lives on in our hearts and in our spirits, the memories, the tremendous amount of memories that will live Um, There's talk of doing a mural. So if you hear this podcast, I want to do a mural of my brother in Harlem. If you have a um, storefront, you have a gate, something that's available, please hit me up. Um, I want to make sure that his name stays in people's mouths forever. Like all the good stuff that he did. You know what I'm saying? It's just... The outpouring of love is amazing. It's tremendous. You know, we're going through a pandemic right now. The service that I would like to give him, the turnout for that service, New York City is not allowing that right now. They're allowing 10 people. And I laugh when it's like 10 people. Try, you know, 300 people, 400 people, 500 people. It's people I haven't even contacted to let them know that he's transitioned, you know, because, again, like I told y'all, oftentimes I forget. You know, from December 10th to May 21st, Aunt can attest to it. I would have anxiety when the phone rang. Mm -hmm. Like, I know it was the hospital. And every day I spent my days, you know, on the phone. What you told
1: me, Aunt, you're going to take me away. Absolutely. Take you away for at least three days to where no one can contact you. Just relax and get your mind straight. Because for the last six months, not only your brother, but other family members we in the hospital as well. So you was working triple duty. You were doing, trying to make sure, advocate for Gerard and advocate for another family member while working, while trying to maintain your household yeah. as well. So there's a lot of tremendous pressure on you. So I said, once this is all over, I'm just going to take you away for four days to where you can literally not think about nothing and simply relax.
0: I thought that was like the sweetest thing. And I want to just say, on this podcast today, May 25th, that we recording, it's so on Memorial Day, it's 9.06 p.m., I want to tell Aunt that I love him because it's difficult. It was real difficult and when it happened, all I had was Aunt and my daughter Jamila, they like supported me every step of the way like my rock because this is not easy. Not easy, and I want him to know that I appreciate him. Like, you know, we doing this podcast, and in the beginning, he he quoted, "What's that show, baby? You said we was gonna be like this show where the people they like um continue, continue, like even when we get married, we'll continue to do this podcast." This um, not Seinfeld. It was a show that you mentioned.
1: Uh, I know about. You can't know what I'm be talking about, me. right? It's but, gonna
0: pop up in your head because yes. you I had never heard of it. But um, I want. Oh,
1: actually, it was a movie called The Truman Show. The Truman Show. And it was, if you if you know if if you know the Truman Show, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Have you ever seen that movie?
0: So, I haven't seen the Truman Show, but he said it's like you know you watching something that's actually progressing. Yes. So I wanna I wanna thank him, and um, I feel like y'all know me. I'm very spiritual, and I feel like God people God places people in your life. At the right time, at the right moment For a reason um, If you know, if you trust God And if you're spiritual or you're a Christian Or what have you God knows the beginning and the end He knows, you know, we know that we're born to die But God already knows when you're gonna die And I strongly believe Because if y'all listen to how we met You already know We met already before And we was together And then we separated And then we came back together And I feel like God put here for a reason because he knew I was about to go through some trials and tribulations and he put somebody in my life that was gonna be there for me that was gonna ride for me you know what I'm saying anybody could be with you when times is good and easy and we partying and brunching and everything is good but it's the person that's with you when you have anxiety when a pandemic hits the world when you quarantine together and your family members is you know just on you and you you have to advocate and you have to be their proxy and you got to make decisions and one day you're happy and one day you're sad and one minute you're crying and then you watch your tv and now you're busting out of tears it takes a strong man to be there for you and hold you down When they don't know what to say to you and they just put their arms around you. Sometimes that's all you need. And so I want to say this on this podcast because guess what? A year from now, five years from now, we're going to listen to this. and And, you know, I want you to know that I appreciate you. I appreciate everything you do every day. And we do this podcast and we're not perfect. We don't have no perfect relationship. We still go through stuff. But I really love this man and I appreciate him and I I want you to know I appreciate you baby and thank you, know, you thank you and um you know I'm not I, I'm okay with being honest with my feelings with the world you know cuz this podcast is on uh Spotify it's on iTunes baby got it on iHeartRadio
1: and soon it will be on Pandora
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you know what I'm saying I'm putting my true honest feelings out here to the world um but I really want to thank you guys Again, a tremendous outpouring of love for my brother, GX, Chubby Love, The King, Big G, Wide Body. He got a lot of different names. And <laughs> quoting his government, which he, you know, he like like me. Like, if you know me, I don't really be doing all that. Don't mean putting my government out there. But you know, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But if you know G. You know how he is. And we was just sitting in the backyard. And I was like, I'm never going to hear him say, yo, B, listen. Mm-hmm. He used to be like, yo, B, listen. Even when he had the stroke and he was intubated for three weeks, 21 days. And they took the tube out and he couldn't really talk. He was like, yo, B, listen. He would write stuff and I would be reading it. he was like, yo, B, shut up. And then he was able to talk again you know it was a point he couldn't swallow my brother went he did it all he been through it so I don't want y'all to think for any second that my brother gave up my brother decided that he ain't want to suffer no more on his terms he transitioned on his terms he was like the hell with this the funny thing about the day he transitioned is I spoke with him I was speaking to him via the iPad. We was FaceTiming in the hospital he was in. They had given him an iPad. And, um, you know, almost every day I would, like, you know, talk to him via iPad. And when I say talk to him, um, he had been um, in the ICU twice within about three-week period. And um, he had a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, y'all, this COVID-19 is a monster. But let me tell you. There were two confirmed cases in my family. There may have been three, but there were two confirmed cases in my family. One was G, and he got over it, tested positive. A month later he tested negative twice. And my mother tested positive months later, tested negative. My brother was fifty-three, my mother was eighty-one. You know, it's not a death sentence. I believe all illnesses can be conquered to a degree part of it is your mental capacity if you believe you're gonna beat something and you're determined to beat something you can i'm gonna say eight times out of ten you know hey i'm not yeah. yeah you know what i mean i'm not a mathematician but i strongly believe in mind over matter if your mind is still in the game you in the game but once your mind check out Once you check out mentally, you done. And so a lot of the talks, you know, I tell aunt to talk to him, I tell Miller to talk to him. I I asked his friends to call him and talk to him because I feel like, I know he felt like he was was defeated. And when I went to see him that Wednesday and I was like, you know, letting him know everything that was going on. He wrote on the paper, he felt like a vegetable. And he told me he had a dream that he blew his brains out. I said, really? That's what you would do. If I handed you the gun right now, you'll do it. He was like, yeah, I don't really wanna live like this. And we talked and we came up with a plan and we was following that plan. But I feel like even though my brother had that stroke, he still was G. And if you was privileged enough to talk to him on the phone or come to see him during that time, you knew he still was G. You know what I'm saying?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what makes a legend, especially a hood legend? It's three ways that you can make yourself a legend in the hood. One, you could be a dope boy, a nice kingpin, drugs, whatever, whatever type of hustle it is. Two, you could be one of those stick up kids doing stuff you got no business doing, hurting people. And three, be about the community taking yourself and being selfless and just constantly giving to the community in which you live in be about parties as you said giving back to the people who less than fortunate than you even though you probably don't have a lot you say to yourself i'm gonna be selfless i'm going to be a god's angel and i'm going to do his work and i'm going to give back to the community in which you live in And that is what Gerard did. The moment I know him, he was giving book bags to only privileged kids. Your sister was telling me about the parties he would do for people, just giving out money to people who you know, who probably couldn't ever pay him back. But you know, he didn't want to see them suffer because that's how golden heart this brother is. And if, like I said, I met him unfortunately while he was, I knew him before he was in the hospital when I really got to know him. He was already in the hospital, making that transition to where he succumbed to his illness. But that brother right there gave everything he could from the stories that he told me, from the stories that my future wife told me, his sister, his blood sister told me. That man gave every bit of his heart, mind, blood, money to his community, which he loved. So this 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 small gesture of love is just to show him how much we appreciate a brother like that. A King Painter Harlem.
0: Exactly. That's exactly what he was. Like, he was like the father to the fatherless. You know what I'm saying? Like guys was like, yo, G was like my pop. So I was on the wrong road, you know. One of his closest, closest friends actually lived in the building. She was like, When I met G I was, like, selling drugs, and G never judged me. She was like, you don't know. Like, G was my everything. I, a lot of people have been throwing around the word, like, he was their therapist. You know what I'm saying? How they could talk to him. One um, sister posted the other day how he always inspired people. That's how he was. You know what I'm saying? That's how he was. Like, my brother didn't even finish high school to keep it a buck. He ain't finished high school or none of that. And I always would say he was the president of my nonprofit organization, a federally recognized public charity, a 501c3. He was the president of my organization. Why? Because he did more from his bedroom. Than people did every day out in the street, people that go travel to and fro. It's like, yeah, my brother not back and forth and running errands in the street, but he sat in his room. He produced a show called Ghetto Videos and Ghetto TV. Speak on it. He was the president of my nonprofit organization where he raised money, solicited donors so that we could feed the homeless and give them a hot meal so that we could give them toiletries. Speak on it. Like, he did that from his room, his room. He donated to people so they could send um, products over to Jamaica. Anything you wanted to do, G was there. Whatever he had, if you needed it and you came to him, he'll help you out. You wanted to talk, he was there for you. And his biggest thing was like, yo, people don't recognize me for what I do. But I told him. You don't do it for kudos. You're doing it from the heart. That's the difference. Whether they paid you back or not. You know, sometimes people can't give you what they don't have. I feel like he was God's servant. And he served the people. And that's why in his death, people got so much to say. But let me just give y'all this little thing before I leave you. Raise people
1: up while they are alive. Yes, yeah, send them their flowers while they are alive
0: everything they did for you let them know don't wait till they dead see because all this stuff like i ask people to send me your voice notes send me your videos send me your poetry send me your kind words email them to me at butterlv9370 at gmail.com because i am going to have a zoom service for my brother I'm just waiting for my mother to get out the hospital. My brother wanted to be cremated, and cremated he shall be, okay? But um, we're going to have a candle lighting ceremony on Saturday, May 30th on the block. Third Rock, come out, wear your mask, social distance. But I'm going to do a, a Zoom... Um, Ceremony for my brother In memory of my brother And um, I'm I'm putting the program together I'll be reaching out to people If you're interested in being on the program And you're listening to our podcast um, You know be sure to hit me up Hit me up on um, Facebook, Instagram Hit me up on our What Women Think and What Women Know Email address Um, And let me know you want to be a part of it So I'm putting it together Um, But I thank you guys I thank you Uh, For keeping my brother's name alive For speaking highly of him Nothing but good things are being said about my brother People are still in shock and disbelief As am I Um, But I wanted to record tonight While I had it on my spirit And um, that's it babe That's it Thank you for giving me the platform to do it
1: Absolutely And like a true G And a true Harlem legend no disease that was made in some lab in china That's right. took this brother That's right. god came and said you know what you have done enough of my planet earth and it's time for you to come to the holy land i appreciate everything that you've done here on earth but now it's time to sit on your throne next to me so i don't want nobody out there thinking that he died of any other reason right. than an illness he had a stroke like his sister said and it took him, out. And it took him like many others unfortunately it has took him yeah. real g's don't die that's right <laughs> like no other way that's real right. g we know how real it g's is. die we know how we survive in the hood and anybody who could listen to the sound of my voice who grew up in the hood no matter what hood it is what state you was in you know real g's don't die over some man-made nonsense that was in some lab overseas We we died because God said it was, it was our time It was definitely our time And
0: you live on in the hearts of
1: people And as long as that you are a memory out there You will never be forgetting And a G like X will never be forgetting And all that lovely note We'd like to leave you with these peaceful words From X's sister, Euphoria Daniels
0: Hey you guys Somebody went to sleep last night and they didn't wake up, just like my brother G. But if the good Lord opened your two eyes, gave you the use of your limbs, and gave you ableism, throw your head back and thank your most high. Every day above ground is better than any day below.
1: X, we love you. May the Harlem King live forever. That's right. And as always, we love you. We leave you with love, peace,
0: happiness and health
1: see ya rest in peace to the god rest x
0: in Peace, g love you boy